0: The Jet Set Breakfast
1: with Michelle Constant. You are with the JSB. How's it? I'm Michelle. And we're through with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Don't forget, uh, you are welcome to join the conversation. And a conversation that started last week that you guys were really talking a lot about and there were a lot of comments about it and um, really trying to engage in different ways as well was what is. Is salt needed for in the body? When is salt too much and when is salt too little? And we've had we had quite a bit of engagement last week on WhatsApp as well, and so we thought let's just try and understand this really well. So we've got a dietitian and we've got a doctor. So we'll start with a dietitian to just get a deeper understanding of when the body needs salt and why the body needs salt. Um, and the kind of food that one can use to do that and let's then go to health in a real way with our uh, doctor who is Dr Marlon McKay so first of all let's go to our dietitian, dietician thank you so much for joining us hello good morning listeners thank you so much for having me Mafenet, so let's go to the question of salt. Um, if you, as a dietitian, so you might get a, someone coming to you, maybe me, I might come to you and say, I'm feeling low on energy or I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that. And at what point would you say, well, it looks like you may have too little salt? And how would we be able to see that?
2: Okay, so there are different things that can show that your body is low in salt. For example, your body can show signs, things like muscle cramps, something like loss of appetite. Those are some of the symptoms that you can see that you are having low salt. And what uh, is the way, if
1: we look at our our food and the food that we eat, how do we then go about uh, making sure that we have enough salt and, and indeed not too much salt?
2: Okay. Uh, to answer that, most of our foods contain enough salt as well. So if you are having our balanced diet, if you are having all our spices, our proteins, they have enough salt. We also have daily recommendations for daily table salt that you can add in your food, which is one teaspoon per day. That can also make our people to make their recommendation for daily salt as well. Are you
1: suggesting that we should have a teaspoon of salt a day?
2: So, not more than a teaspoon of salt a day. We can have that.
1: Not more than a teaspoon of salt. I mean, even the idea of having a teaspoon of salt in one day seems like a lot for me. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't know.
2: And then remember, this teaspoon is not including only the table salt that we add. It means every food that you eat that contains salt, we are counting that teaspoon in that. Let's say for example you you had your your meat or your chicken and then if you when you read on your food it will say how much salt it have but most of the food will write sodium. So when we count that one table one teaspoon we're including that as well.
1: Okay. And now which foods have got salt in them? Sorry? I said which foods have got salt in them?
2: Oh Food that have salt, then our meat have salt, but we have food that contain a lot of salt, which we encourage people to avoid. Things like processed meat, things like volavos, as well as salty food like simba chips, biscuits, biltong, sausages. both contains high high amount of food, and we encourage people to avoid those ones.
1: Okay, fantastic. So avoid foods that have lots of salt in them, and I suppose read uh, all the product on the back of the packaging as well, and let's uh, ensure that we stay healthy. I mean, this idea of a teaspoon of salt even is just crazy. We do have Dr. Marlon McKay, who is a GP on the line. Dr. McKay, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: So... If we have too much salt in the body or too little salt in the body, what are the kind of litany of uh, diseases that each one could uh, engage?
0: Yeah, sure. So can I just take a small step back just to sure. clarify because you mentioned the teaspoon of salt. We are not saying that, you know, a teaspoon, a physical teaspoon of salt is what you must have per day. Yeah. Remember, most of the food that we take in is already in, most of the salt that we take in is already in the food. Yeah. So if you are eating four slices of bread, you're probably reaching your quota already. Add wow. in a pizza and some soup and a sandwich, some a chicken, you way over your quota. So many of us think that. Let's most of us just flag interested.
1: that for all of the us <laughs> yes. who love bread. If you have four yes. slices of toast, it's, you are you've
0: uh, nailed your you salt could, for the day. That's it. You could easily easily exceed your quota for the day. You see. So most of us have this impression or notion that. Uh, when the doctor says don't have a lot of salt, means try not to use the salt shaker too much. Mm. The problem is it's already in the most of the food comes with the salt. This is why you have your 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 food labels. Yeah. So if you are still adding, and and most of us instinctively, before we've even tasted the food, just pick up the salt shaker and then add in. Yeah,
1: that's okay. true.
0: So so Tanya's actually
1: so, nodding her head. Uh, I think she's looking she's looking slightly embarrassed because I think she's that person that just goes here's the dish, here's the salt, put it on, without even yeah, tasting the
0: food. Without even tasting it. And so, so by the time you've <laughs> done that, you've weigh, you way you way over over your quota. So it's important to to, uh, to cut back on our salt, our physical salt intake, and to know the, your food labels and to know. So it, for instance, if uh, uh, one egg is about 140 uh, milligrams of salt, already. What? and your, your total quota is 1,500, Okay, all right see, so, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's learn the food labels, let's cut back. and most importantly, let's try and avoid the salt shaker. So, now, um, so, 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 so,
1: so, so So Doc, I just want to go to that because I think you've raised a really interesting thing. is it sounds to me as though a, we can't even afford the salt salt shaker because there's just salt in absolute or sodium uh, chloride in
0: absolutely everything that we eat. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so and, and, um, and this is what we don't know. We think that it's only to do with the so- salt shaker. So, it starts in the grocery aisle. It starts okay. with the way we are shopping. It starts with knowing our food labels. And it, it comes back to the point that we raise every time we have a medical uh, discussion. Yeah. Keep it natural. Yeah. Eat stuff that was still alive up until a few weeks ago. Eat stuff that comes from a tree and not from a factory. The moment it's in a box, packet, and <laughs> bottle. Man is fiddled with it, and so inevitably there's extra salt
1: in there. I love that. Eat stuff that comes from a tree and not a factory. I like that a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Doc, um, all right. Deveals. Let's look at the Deveals. medical. Deveals. The medical. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what yeah. would too little salt uh, lead to, and what okay. would too much salt lead to? What should we be looking out for?
0: Okay. So, so too too little salt is usually affected or usually comes with illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In other words, if you are living a normal, healthy life, you're never going to get into trouble, as you just said. You're never going to get into trouble with too little salt. So, it'll be, it'll happen if you have uh, some sort of hormonal disease like Addison, mm-hmm. if they if you're very sick with a blockage, intestinal uh, obstruction, if you have a bad, very bad part of gastroenteritis with vomiting, yeah. Right. Um, and if you go into things like heart failure. And the only other thing that we need to watch for, we talk about water, water intake. You know, too much water can also cause the salt depletion. Yes. So, yeah. again, this word moderation, too much of a good thing is bad for you, too little can be just as bad. So and in patients with, can, who have uh, been burnt, terribly third degree burnt. So, those are the the, the group who would, so that's more from a doctor point of view because they are in front, the patient is in front of you and you're worried about the salt. But a normal, healthy individual in the street, our biggest problem is too much salt. Yeah. And that comes with, with diseases. It can, it can cause hypertension. High blood pressure is probably the biggest thing um, yeah. when you talk about salt. If the first thing, if you have high blood pressure, the first thing we tell our patients is eliminate salt from your diet.
2: It can also yeah. be
0: affected uh, with osteoporosis, kidney disease. And of course, with high blood pressure comes the complication of heart attacks and strokes. So it starts way back down the line when we are still young with our with our salt intake in order to prevent high blood pressure, which then leads to heart attack and
1: So, 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 doc, let's um, we we always use that term. We go high blood pressure, but how do we know if we have high blood pressure? Just what would the uh, symptoms it's, yeah. be?
0: So, excellent question. So, the first thing is that we don't know hypertension. High blood pressure is known as a silent killer. Okay. By the time you are feeling something and going to the doctor, you're already close to a stroke. The 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 lucky ones will get this sort of early morning headache. Otherwise, by and large, you could be walking around with severe high blood pressure and not even Mm. know it. So, and this is why we teach our patients, even those with high blood pressure, like to tell the doctor, I know when my high blood is high, and I know how, no, you do not know. So the only way you will know is by visiting your GP or getting your own machine, visiting the chemist, the clinic, and getting your blood pressure checked regularly. If you eat a lot of salt, if you're overweight and getting older and unfit, you're at much higher risk of having high blood pressure. So don't assume that just because I feel well, therefore I don't have high blood pressure. Yeah.
1: Well, you you really are putting the fear of salt in us. I mean...
0: Absolutely. That's a... <laughs> You asked for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know we did ask for it. <laughs> and I have to say that uh, Bongi, our technical engineer, is staring me at me. And her eyes are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So you really are doing very well at putting this fear in. So well done, if that's if that was the, what, <laughs>
0: was the yeah, way most, to do yeah, most it. Well. No, I think, I think yes, there is a serious aspect of that we need to be aware of these things because, yeah. again... Yeah, Feeling good is not a default diagnosis. It doesn't mean that you that you are well. And I think it's very very critical. Um, and and people say you know, but doctor, I don't put a lot of salt in my food. I don't add any salt. Fair fair enough. But there is already salt in there. So and I, even this discussion, well, I only use this salt, and my salt is pink, and you know, again, just because something of is salt, natural, it doesn't mean it's safe. Yeah. It's, the, it's the quantity that we are talking about.
1: Well, Dr. Marlon McKay, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, That uh, was uh, an insightful conversation for sure around the body and salt. And, you know, there is a great author called Michael Pollan who wrote about food and writes about food. And he said, um, uh, eat fresh, uh, don't eat too much and definitely don't eat a lot of meat. So very much that idea of eat fresh from the tree, don't eat too much and try and lower it on meat as well. Eight o'clock, time for the news. Good morning.